So welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag, and thanks to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Aura, Lodge, and Intrepid. Now, my guest this week is Jax Villion. Now, Jax is the loss prevention manager at Fossil. Married, father of three, Christian raised and values. Jax grew up in the East Rand of Johannesburg. So you'll be no surprise that we've got a South African uh, slant to our podcast this week. Having spent several years developing his inventory management skills in the logistics field, Jax then joined his first retail company as a warehouse manager in 2007, eventually ending up as group risk manager in 2018. And that company was Torvest Destination Retail. Now, leaving in early 2019 for an opportunity in the fabulous Cape Town, joining Fossil Group as their loss prevention manager for the South African market, and now has a dual role overseeing LP and operations for a number of stores and the corporate distribution centre. So, Jax, welcome. Thank you, Paul. A pretty great introduction there. Well, you, you've got a really interesting background, and uh, you and I have met in person as well so uh, uh, a, a great guy as well so really pleased to uh, to have you on this week now before we get into what you're doing at the moment I want to take you way back when your background your career how you got into rest, risk and LP but before that young Jack's at school staring out of the window what what was actually the dream was it chasing bad guys and girls in some form or another yeah, definitely not chasing bad guys and girls, but um, maybe in the skies, you know, I wanted to be a, a fighter pilot and eventually a commercial pilot. Um, and then somewhere along the high school journey, just lost the drive to, to realize that dream um, and found myself ending up in the transport industry um, with my father and my brother. And so it was like a family venture kind of thing. Um, that we we went into and you know spent several years in the transport industry working my way up into inventory management um, getting into the warehouse management space which is something I thought I liked and would like to do as a career um, and then somebody threw a, um, a, a spanner in the works and said wouldn't you want to do risk and admin for uh, our retail company and I said well that sounds interesting so let's give it a go and initially you know in South Africa being always a couple of steps behind the rest of the global market we um, didn't really know what loss prevention was at the time and what the good thing was that I was given free reign to kind of think of solutions to try and curb the retail crime that they experienced um, and so uh, enjoyed it tremendously um, up until the end, um, and then eventually, you know, got um, saw an ad for Fossil, and and the the intriguing part was based in Cape Town, which is probably one of our most picturesque uh, locations in in South Africa. And said to the wife, if any of us get an opportunity, we have to go. Um, you know, not knowing what to expect from a, a global company, um, and was fortunate enough for them to say yes to me and uh, have been doing loss prevention and operations now for Fossil for about four years. So um, started off in one direction, ended up in a different one, but um, quite happy where I am. Yeah, and I have to say, you know, um, for those that haven't been to Cape Town, it is one of the most spectacular places on the planet. I have to say it has the weather, it has the people, great food, 
great wine for those that want to indulge in the wine as well and uh, yeah it is just uh, one of the my favorite places to go to so and you're right from you know the the more challenging environment of Johannesburg to live in Cape Town you know I, I get why you wanted to to make the jump there it really is a special place isn't it yes 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 definitely I think one of the places we stop at before we decide to move into a first world country um, <laughs> we, we give well, Cape Town a go first yeah and, and don't put uh you know South African retailers uh down for being a couple of steps behind I have to say you know, in terms of trading successfully in some challenging environments, you know, South African retailers have learned and bust some moves that uh, that retailers in other parts of the world really could learn a lot from. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on. So, look, yeah. tell me about Fossil, both globally. I mean, many of us know the brand, but specifically about South Africa. You know, what what does the brand look like? What do you look after on a on a day to day? So, Fossil being a fashion accessories business globally. Um, started by two very eccentric brothers back back in the States um, and developed into one of the leading uh, fashion accessory brands in the world. Um, and how the South African market came about was uh, there was uh, a gentleman here who decided that he wanted to distribute fossil watches in the South African market. And he did it so successfully that they eventually um, bought his distribution and turn it into a, a fossil subsidiary. So quite happily um, able to say that I work for Fossil Group today in the South African market. Um, obviously a bit smaller than some of the global markets in Europe and, and, and America and, and, and in APAC. Um, but um, we give some of them a go for their money. As you said, South Africans are very resilient, uh, including the retail space. So. Fossil South Africa focuses mainly on being the licensed distributor of the Fossil uh, brand and the um, other licensed brands. And we distribute uh, all over South Africa via our own retail stores, wholesale customers, and, and we export into some African markets as well. So um, in terms of what I looked after, it's, uh, it's we, we're sitting at around 15 retail locations, brick and mortar stores. We have a very successful online store um, and then we have our corporate distribution center as well as some uh, concession stores and consignment doors where it's more of an inventory management role. Um, so yeah, that, that's South African, the South African market pretty much in a nutshell. Quite diverse though. I mean, you've got all of the channels there to, to manage and I guess each of them presents its own specific challenge. So, you know, a good, good, good round set of uh, skills you've had to develop for sure yes yes and uh, thankful um having spent almost 10 years with tourist destination retail who a very diverse uh, uh business and their customer base and their locations were just as diverse um so so got to gain quite a bit of experience of what to expect from all walks of life um in the retail space you know um foreign tourism as well as local tourism and that sort of thing um, and that put me in good stead with uh, a fossil locally where all the experience I've gained I'm now able to apply in different channels which can also be quite diverse at times. So, so with all of that going on you sit down at your PC in the morning laptop open up the lid what on earth takes up the bulk of your time at, at fossil i mean what is your i mean there is no typical day i'm sure but but what what's landing 
uh, on your to-do list at the moment? So mostly because of the dual role of operations, um, it's organizing people, getting them to become effective as, as operators on the ground out there in the retail stores. Uh, so a lot of time spent on training and development um, with the local guys here. And then from a security and LP point of view, uh, making sure that all the physical security elements are working as they should um, and doing some exception reporting, make sure that, you know, some of those uh, loopholes that develop over time are covered and, and sorted out. So a lot of that is monitoring and, and, and um, trying to prevent future risks from occurring, but mostly people related at the moment. Um, a lot of training and development. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. and in terms of, you know, people outside of South Africa maybe have a perception on, you know, what it might be like to live or trade in the country. But the retail landscape at the moment in South Africa, you know, what's it like from an economic perspective, a security perspective? What sort of things do you at Fossil and other retailers have to contend with? So quite a few challenges in our in our country, in our market. Um, one of the biggest at the moment is our um, electricity supply, which is not um, as stable and consistent as it should be. So a lot of retailers um, looking at ways to combat that. Um, so a lot of the investment and funds that get spent is, is towards backup generation to ensure that the retail locations operate uh, without any, any hitch. So... Um, and then obviously there's the safety issue that we do have, um, you know, we do have uh, crime in our country and, you know, we're not, uh, we're not new to any crime. So um, the retail space can be a difficult space to operate in depending on where you are. Uh, certain locations in the country obviously uh, come with a lot more risk than others, um, but very resilient, uh, as we mentioned earlier. And the collaboration lately between private security and the South African police force, as well as uh, retailers, is what is making the difference at the moment in combating external crime as well as internal crime. So a lot of challenges, but very resilient. And we've seen some good numbers over the last couple of years. Um, COVID has taught us how to be more effective um, and how to be more efficient. Um, so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of challenges, but challenges that we embrace as a collective and we try and move forward. So I think brick and mortar, very quite uh, uh, year to stay, year to stay. I don't think brick and mortar stores are going to go anywhere. The customer still wants to interact and they want to touch the product and they want instant gratification. So until we find a way for customers to shop online and they can get the same satisfaction at the same time as a brick and mortar store. I don't think brick and mortar is going to go anywhere, but we are moving into an omni-channel world. Uh, our customer base are people who shop omni-channel. So that's the direction we're going in. Um, yeah, so a lot said, but uh, yeah, a lot of challenges, but uh, we're working towards uh, uh, moving forward and, and i think that word resilient probably sums up uh south africa in general and retailing in the country doesn't it i mean it really really is the summary of what's going on but yeah i mean you're right instant gratification that is you know that is what great storefronts and att attractive stores like the fossil stores 
rely on. And like you say, I, I can't see that going uh, online or you know, Omni anytime soon, certainly uh, not in the foreseeable future. So, yeah, great stores. And there's some amazing uh, retail outlets in South Africa as well. So, uh, yeah, long may it continue. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime, 3x logic i'm interested you know from a if you like a loss prevention or technology perspective you know what what do you lean on for security in the stores is there any new bits of technology is the product tagged do you have cameras in the stores body worn cameras what what do you deploy within a retail environment is there anything you're maybe trialing or looking at or you know thinking okay this is the next piece of technology or process we need to to roll out or maybe even take out of the stores yeah so in terms of uh, tech going forward um we have our european and american markets who have rolled out a cctv with 3x logic with some magnificent analytics including uh, foot counting and heat mapping um a, a very interesting and um, very advanced 360 degree camera, um, which allows you to actually have three different points of view extracted, uh, depending on what you want to look at. Um, so some amazing tech being rolled out globally, and that's the kind of thing that we want here in South Africa as well. Um, so that's that's the that's the mission this year is to to get that technology into South Africa. Currently, what we're using as well is CCTV with analytics, but nothing on that level. Um, so looking forward to adopting the same kind of tech that is being rolled out in the global markets um, and then use it effectively to combat some of our usual retail crime with shoplifting and um, you know grab and run incidents. Um, there's a lot of talk, obviously, with facial recognition. And we have to look at our local legislation in terms of how we would roll that out. But that is something that is also very interesting, um, you know, for reoccurring offenders and to try and create this database that gets shared amongst the retailers and make uh, private security and, and the police force more effective using that kind of technology. And then what I'm also trying to work on is um, using data collection tools to try and become more predictive instead of reactive. So um, whatever tools um, we have available at our fingertips right now to try and develop that with, with some of the new Excel Power BI technology that a lot of people are using nowadays and try and be a little bit more predictive um, with the external and internal events. So that's, uh, that's something that I'm looking into. Yeah, it's interesting there you touched on facial recognition. You know, we've seen recently New Zealand and then Australia followed suit shortly afterwards with the regulator actually, in effect, approving facial recognition for use in retail. And so, you know, looking at the criteria and saying this is the best practice in the UK recently, we've had the first step, if you like, rubber stamped. And so uh, there's a facial recognition system that's now, if you like, been approved and rolling out. So it does feel around the world after years of discussions about can we, can't we, what might we be able to do? Regulators are sort of starting to fall in line. I have to say, 
Yeah, I was expecting really draconian rules and maybe even not getting approval at all. But it does look like it's a practical and a pragmatic approach to facial recognition. So, yeah, fingers crossed that, uh, you know, that'll get the rubber stamp in South Africa as well, because it, it's looking like it is, you know, a game changer and making a significant difference as well. I'm sure, you know, you guys would uh, would benefit from it. Yes, completely. Very exciting to hear what's happening in other countries because, um, you know, a lot of the times our, our regulators look at what's being done and how they've looked at it and how they've applied it. And we try and adopt the same. And obviously, you know, uh, the benefits that uh, these countries are going to start reaping because of this uh, legislation that's gone forward, um, we will keep a close uh, eye on. Yeah, and 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 good luck getting the uh, the three X Logic system rolled out into the South African market. Well, I've seen a couple of demos going on, and it's uh, you know it's it's a smart bit of kit. So uh, yeah, for sure yeah. you'll you'll benefit from that. Um, out, out of interest, you know, there you are looking at the sort of loss prevention and risk landscape within fossil. Is there a is is there a sort of Jack's go to piece of magic? Is the one thing that you always go to that you say, I couldn't do my job without this. Is there sort of, is there, is there a silver bullet in your world that, that, uh, that you couldn't live without? Well, for me, for many years, it's been um, effective uh, implementation of a, of, a, of a good CCTV system. Um, and then to a company that a good monitoring regimen, um, that's been, that's been working wonders for me over the years. Um, but it's now to to take it a step further and instead of being reactive to events, try and be a little bit more uh, proactive and try and predict uh, uh, certain things before they occur and then engage uh, with the people on the ground. Yeah, it, it is interesting. It's that, um, you know, having that overview, isn't it? And that people sort of uh, process to it and, and having a look at what's going on. So interestingly, you know, if you were to sit there with your crystal ball looking ahead the rest of this year and next year, how do you see the sort of the, the future of the retail market in South Africa and for fossil more challenges, a plateau? Do you see more store openings? What's your sort of overall take on, uh, on the landscape at the moment? Well, retail is a pretty big part of our economy. So, um, you know, some of the big retailers that we have here, um, or have platforms, you know, portfolios of, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 plus stores countrywide. Um, and a lot of our locations are um, not as technologically advanced as others. You know, we still, we still struggle to get internet into certain locations in our country. So um, a lot of brick and mortar still, still moving strong uh, into the future, but also, you know, global companies like Fossil Group looking at what's the next step omni-channel-wise. You know, we, we, we just spoke about our customer base being a, a certain group of people who shop omni-channel. Um, so a lot of investment into digitizing certain areas of our business and then having customers uh, connect online, but also connect in store um, in the same kind of environment. So uh, I know that... Uh, uh, some of our markets are trialing uh, virtual store um, shopping where you know someone can sit at home and 
dial into a store and 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 the, the shop assistant would move around and show the customer product and you know talk about the product and that sort of thing and that's something that's being looked at um but for now for us um it's it's getting a wrap around uh what omnichannel means to us as the south african market yeah and, and just on that omnichannel piece do you um you know, do you feel that that's going to be an ever growing part of the business? Is there enough people with, you know, interest in, in that whole sort of online shopping? Do you feel is South Africa very much about a, uh, an in-store? You know, what, what's your sort of take on the on the interest level, if you like, on that whole sort of omni-channel piece? Well, I think there's, there's significant interest to uh, for us to to invest in it. Um, Amazon is busy building headquarters here in, in Cape Town. Uh, so they obviously believe that there's a future in that sort of thing as well. And I think with, with them coming into our market, it pushes other people to look at ways to overcome uh, um, certain technical issues that we might have and try and create a more omni-channel environment for our consumers. Um, so it is a big thing for the future, uh, but for now, we, we're happy to open more brick and mortar stores um, and get the brand out there, you know, um, there's, there's little better than having a, a good looking store in a good looking location and people passing through and getting to experience what Fossil is all about, um, you know, something that an online store can't really offer. So we're also really looking into uh, opportunities um, in that sort of space, but also omni-channel being a big drive for the business going into the future. Yeah, it's uh, it is that that blend, isn't it? But I, I agree. There's nothing quite like that um, fabulous store experience to uh, to immerse yourself in the brand. Now, just lastly, before I let you go, it would be remiss of me not to point out that. Uh, uh, retail risk will be back in Cape Town on the 14th of September. Most unusually, uh, we're back after six months. Um, such was the enthusiasm last time around, and the and the call to action was to uh, to return six months later. So we'll be back in Cape Town Harbour, the Radisson Blue, on the 14th of September. I know we're going to get you involved somehow, kicking and screaming, uh, either asking lots of questions from the floor or uh, on the agenda, but it, it was a, such a you know, terrific reboot of the of retail risk in Cape Town, wasn't it? That uh, I know, you know, September before you came on a sort of heading into your winter, but it will still be uh, uh, almost like summer for those of us from a European uh, standpoint, but uh, really excited to be back. And uh, yeah, we're look, looking forward to seeing you there again. Yes. I'm looking forward to it myself. Um, attended my first retail risk this year in in March I believe it was and um, had such an amazing experience it was such a uh, an eye-opening experience realizing that you know people in in our space um, are out there and they're looking for new ways to combat crime um, retail crime specifically and to get everybody in the same room thinking alike and and, and bouncing ideas off each other is just very, it's invaluable um, for me as a, as a loss prevention uh, specialist. This is something that if it happens twice a year, that's that's okay. I'll, I'll attend every single time. <laughs>
uh, Jax, uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, it was superb. Um, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join me today. It's been a real pleasure meeting you earlier in the year. Thank you for taking the time uh, to come on and be my guest this week. Uh, I wish you the very best of luck over the coming uh, months, uh, both personally and professionally. But for now, thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Paul. And uh, likewise, keep up.